they have the internet on computers now. You're here to see technology at its most advanced. Start up. I'm up for it. Johnny Lou with me in the studio. He's a Mashable reporter and alongside tech, he's also pretty into the gaming world. And there used to be a time when you'd buy a game and you'd be able to play it to your heart's content. But nowadays, there's an increasing trend towards games that you need to play or gamble your way to win. And it is making the gaming community quite angry. Johnny, what is the story with this one? Yeah, so two weeks ago, uh, a new game called Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is released by EA Electronic Arts, uh, has been at the centre of con- centre of controversy. So, you might have seen some headlines about their response being the most downvoted Reddit comment of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's a multiplayer shooting game. Um, and to be good at this game, um, a lot of it is about getting good characters and good weapons. Um, is it has an extremely complex, what they call, uh, microtransaction system. So in the game, you um, pay with real money or money that you earn along the way while you play the game to buy better characters and better weapons. Um, but gamers found out to unlock one of the best characters in the game, which is uh, Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker. It takes about 40 hours of gameplay, which is a lot of time. Mm. Uh, and yeah, if you have this character, you have a massive advantage um, because it's basically one of the strongest characters in the game and you can, you know, shoot other people better, basically. So what's the deal? People are people are able to buy that character if they've got the money yes. or you've got to do the 40 hours of gameplay? Yeah, so this this is the two ways you can do it. You can do the 40 hours of gameplay and get enough um, in-game money to... Mm. Um, have the have the the money to buy this this uh, you know Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader character, uh, or you can pay real money to get loot boxes. Yeah. So yeah, so basically these loot boxes are kind of a lucky dip, and um, you know they contain lots of different characters or uh, weapons that might advance, that might get make you get better at the game. So um, you know we're not talking about a few dollars here that you can buy these loot boxes. You can spend up to hundreds getting these like high level characters. Really? Um, so this is why people are angry. You're already paying maybe like seventy bucks for the game. You even have to, but you either have to become a slave to uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, or you know pay even more money to to get to that level. Forty hours of gameplay. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, yeah, considering like personally, I only play maybe like half an hour to an hour, like on average. Uh, so I play this game called FIFA, which actually ha- is also made by EA and also has like a similar system where you have to buy packs to get better players that run faster and kick better goals and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so you, you can either like play a lot or yeah, pa- pay up to, to get these players. I'm not really into gaming. Mm-hmm. Are loot boxes a recent thing or are these or have these been around for a long time? Yeah, it's mostly a recent thing. Um, so back to what these loot boxes actually are. Um, these contain virtual items which yeah, help you with gameplay. So in the Star Wars example better characters and better weapons mm. for FIFA. You get better players, you know, better balls, all that sort of thing. Um, the reason why it's been compared to something like gambling is because what's inside them is completely randomised. So you don't know what Ooh. you get. It's a, it's a lucky dip. So, you know, back in the days, you know, you might have bought like a pack of Pokemon cards, for instance, and fingers crossed, you might have gotten a Charizard, for instance. So that would have... It's kind of the same... Similar, it's, it's sort of a similar uh, mechanism in that... 
you know, you buy something or like, you know, a packet of chips and there might be a Tarzo in it that maybe you might get a really rare one or, or that sort of thing. So it's, yeah, it, it works similar in that way. So the concern is that it's introducing potentially kids to gambling at yeah, a age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So it's been considered um, entry-level gambling and <laughs> considering like um, a lot of young people play this game and particularly young men who are more susceptible to, um, you know, gambling problems as well, um, this has been quite hot on the agenda for, for various governments. Yeah, baby's first punt. Yeah. Um, what, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. What have... What have EA done in response to these? Yeah, so outcry? they've slashed the time it takes to get Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader by 75%. So it only takes 15 hours now. And okay. they, they stopped the microtransaction system for, for a little bit, so you couldn't really buy anything in the game. Um, and this is off the back of lots of media coverage. Um, you know, EA, as I mentioned with FIFA, have been doing it for a little while now. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, it doesn't end there because now the heat's on these loot boxes, which uh, yeah, governments have called gambling. Do you reckon they'll be banned? Look, the Victorian Gaming Office have acknowledged that it is a form of gambling. Yeah. But since these games aren't really made in the state or they're not like physically there, uh, it kind of falls out of their jurisdiction. They have suggested uh, the Australian Classifications Board, which looks after the ratings uh, for games, you know, slap it with an immediate R rating if they're found to have gambling elements that are crucial to how you play the game. Um, currently, the Australian Classifications Board has uh, categories for uh, simulated gambling and real gambling, but they mainly apply to casino-style games, so like blackjack or poker or that sort of thing that actually yeah, simulates mm. real casino games. Um, Hawaii are looking to take action to, as a Belgium, Belgium are pushing the EU to essentially ban these games from having these uh, you know, gambling elements uh, but it's a tricky one because gaming companies can argue that technically, technically you're not placing a bet and uh, that you don't come away with nothing because that's, that's the thing with gambling, right? You put your money in and hope that, you know, sometimes, you know, you might end up with nothing. Sometimes you may, may end up with, you know, 100 times or 50 times or whatever X amount of times more money that you put in. But you're not ending up with a financial gain. You're ending up with a virtual gain, aren't you? Yes, it's a virtual gain. Yeah. yeah. So, so is you're it not... really gambling? Yeah, that's the thing. And um, you could, couldn't you say the same thing if everyone, you know, got around a game of Monopoly? Exactly. Is that Yeah, gambling? is that gambling? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, well, back to the this Tarzo and Pokemon card comparison. Yeah. <laughs> like, you buy a packet of chips. Like, if, if say, Smiths or whatever, uh, you know, came out, with tars- came out with packets of chips that... Some of them didn't have Tarzos in them. Some of them had five Tarzos in them. Then maybe you'd be like, okay, is that ga- that maybe like crosses into gambling? Yeah. But since you're getting something every time, maybe it isn't. So are they thinking there's going to be a new law or legislation put in or just... Uh, it's still really early days. Mm. Um, there's a lot of push. Um, the response from the gaming community is that they would probably rather see these loot boxes gone, but they actually provide quite an essential income for, um, well, essential, um, <laughs> income for these gaming co- for these gaming companies. So it's, you know, they sell the game, but they make a lot more money off these transactions, these microtransactions, which, you know, allow people to buy these loot boxes. Yeah, definitely. And do you think having to do 40 hours of gameplay kind of pushes people away or do you reckon it entices people? Uh, definitely, I would be quite afraid about 40 hours of gameplay. So, mm. uh, you know, I, I mentioned I played FIFA, for instance. They have a, a specific mode called Weekend, Leaned, Weekend League. sorry. And uh, if you get into that, it, you have to play 32 games uh, over the weekend. <gasps> yeah, so and a game is about 12 minutes each. Okay. So you're looking at about, yeah, 400 
minutes of gameplay, which is like <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I think I did it once. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing that again. Like, can you pause? Uh, you, <laughs> you, well, no, it's actually because it's online. So you're playing against someone online. So you, you can't oh, really right. just pause. You can pause the game, but it only pauses for about 30 seconds. So you can, you don't have to play continuously. You get into a game and you can start playing other people. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you want to complete this mode and, and get to a high level, you have to get through these 32 games. Gosh, you just have to bunker down and be surrounded by snacks and drinks, wouldn't you? Uh, which is why there's uh, which is a, a thing about gaming, right? People, <laughs> have, you know, surround themselves with that and just keep their heads down and, and do that. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit unhealthy, I'd have to say. Yeah, you can check out this EA Games story, EA Games, sorry, story, through our program page. Over the weekend, you might have seen websites filled with campaigns to fight against a repeal of net neutrality rules in America. But how is that relevant to us here in Australia? Johnny, what's the deal? Okay, so <laughs> maybe I should explain what net neutrality yeah, is Yeah, what even is that? <laughs> yeah, so net neutrality is this idea that everything on the internet is equal. So by equal, we mean you're free to access these websites and services without restriction, uh, whether that be in terms of speed or just even being able to use it. So maybe it's better uh, explained if I if if I explain the inverse. So according to net neutrality advocates, um, if we don't have this rule, it means that internet service will look like something similar to how you buy Foxtel, for instance. So if you've bought Foxtel, you know that you have to buy a basic service that mm-hmm. gives you like a few channels. But then if you want other things like sport or movies, you have to pay extra. So, you know, maybe like watching Netflix, for instance. So without net neutrality, net neutrality, companies can be like, okay, well, if you want Netflix, you'll have to pay extra or we'll, you know, limit it to this particular speed uh, on top of your already, already existing internet package. Wow. Yeah. So it might mean services are slowed down. You know, a company could say, you know, we're going to ch- we're going to charge you extra if you want to watch, um, you know, Netflix, which isn't our product. Um, and, you know, you they might own, you know, like Stan, for instance, mm. and if they have like a, a Stan-like product, then they'll be like, okay, we're, we're kind of encouraging you to to use this product instead of Netflix by by putting a limit on them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So it's kind of like the big boys come out on top. And exactly. The yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So these are laws or legislation that Obama made legit in 2015. That's correct. Yeah. So what's what's happened? Yeah. So Donald Trump has long been against it as. You know, as he has been with He's most of progression. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> well, against anything that Obama has been put into <laughs> law. Um, so you know, uh, to to sum it up, Barack, Barack Obama put these uh, these rules into law, um, saying that they should be treated like public utilities. So, for instance, you know, you have uh, a water supply, but you don't pay extra to get cleaner water. For instance, everyone just gets the same water. Mm. This is the same kind of principle with in- the internet. Everyone just gets the same internet, basically. Yep. So. He brought this guy named uh, Ajit Pai to the to run the Federal Communications Commission, uh, which was basically writing on the wall, um, and uh, that they that you know fed, that sorry net neutrality was going to get <laughs> was going to be removed. Mm. So this will advantage internet providers like um, you know AT and T and Verizon, for instance, who also happen to pro- provide cable internet and their own internet content. So it means that they can keep customers using their content. And also, you know, limit competition. So, you know, Netflix, for instance, is competition to them. So they can try and limit that. Another argument they say why we don't need net neutrality is prioritization. So, for instance, services like YouTube, uh, back to Netflix again, use a lot of data. 
so they can be like, okay, well, you guys are actually using a lot of data, so we're going to make customers pay more. So, you know, other other information come through. So it's a bit of that's the argument. It's a bit of a flaky one. Um, these ISPs say let them also invest more in their own infrastructure. Um, and prioritise content. But the big losers are, are small small startups. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. How, how are startups going to fare? Yeah, so like smaller video players, so guys that aren't as big as Netflix or YouTube. So, if, you know, for instance, there's like something like Hey You, which is like a video service that only shows reality TV shows, mm. might be disadvantaged because it's competition. It's smaller competition that can't, you know, say pay money to these companies to have, uh, you know, faster access or that sort of thing. So this has all come out over the weekend. A lot of people were quite distressed by this. A lot of the companies that you've just, some of them that you've mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Um, how does this affect us here in Australia? Does it affect us here in okay, Australia? Okay, yeah, it's kind of unlikely to affect us, uh, aside from companies that might primarily deal with American consumers. Um, Australia actually doesn't have uh, you know, laws around net neutrality. It was mm. sort of discussed when the NBN was sort of set up. But we're in a fortunate position where we probably won't ever have to. Um, some Americans only have one or two ISPs that they can choose from. So, you know, for instance, they only have, you know, like a Telstra and Optus. They don't have like a TPG or an IINet or an Internode or whatever. Um, and, you know, so that's different to us where we have plenty of choices on who we can use. So if you don't like what you're getting, you can move to a different um, company. Um, but we've seen sort of examples of how Australian um, internet providers are broke are breaking net neutrality principles. So, you know, some some providers let you use ABC's iView unmeted. By unmeted, we mean that you can use uh, ABC's iView without it impacting on your limits. Mm. For so you might get like a 50 gigabyte limit, which is like outdated, but... You know, like it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, take away from 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 your from your um, usage basically. So it's much more prevalent in mobiles, though. So, for instance, I use Optus, which has data free Spotify um, and uh, other services, but I actually use you know Apple Music, for instance, and SoundCloud. So if I use Apple Music and SoundCloud, it takes from my usage yeah. every month, whereas Optus provides Spotify for free. Like you don't, it doesn't take from your data. Like I have eight gigs a month, it doesn't affect it. But with uh, you know Apple Music and SoundCloud, it does, which is kind of annoying at the end of the month. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So in this case, yeah, I guess I guess Optus is kind of encouraging me to use Spotify, um, you know, and maybe I will, maybe I won't. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Playing yeah. a little hard to get there, Johnny. Exactly. So what happens next? Okay, so it's going to a vote on December fourteen. Uh, at the moment, there's a lot of lobbying and kind of. Um, Push. So you might have seen, uh, if you use Reddit, for instance, on the weekend, there was just like full, like every post on, on Reddit was just about net neutrality. So there's a lot of push to ensure that these net neutrality laws aren't, aren't rolled back. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a matter of wait and see as yeah. to whether it, it, it happens. Watch this space. You can check out these articles over at fbiradio.com slash programs if you click on Up For It and check out other episodes at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. Johnny, I'll catch you next week, I reckon. See ya. See you. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. fbiradio.com.